Welcome to Tech Breakfast, today's top headlines served hot by your host Aaron Bewley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. It's Friday, May 29th. We have a bit of a wild show for you this morning. Guest number one, Mike Orth. He's a data center technologist based in Limerick, Ireland. And he's also a scuba diver, which allows him to participate in his favorite hobby, underwater photography. He's captured some pretty unbelievable photos. Go follow him on Instagram for those. For work things, you can find him at hcidiver.com. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks very much. Welcome to be here. And for our, for our second and Tyler? third guests on the show today, we have <laughs> Tyler's wife, Elizabeth, and my wife, Joanna. Hello. This is by request from uh, several of our listeners. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> so excited to be here. <laughs> hey, why are we, we, why are we here today? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, so yeah. conveniently. Okay, that was awkward. Sorry. <laughs> well, conveniently, um, we both of us are celebrating uh, wedding anniversaries this week. So yay for that. Or today. Oh, That's congratulations. Today. Everyone. And I are celebrating today. The Thank Gates you. anniversary is today. That's right. It's the 29th, and ours was two days ago. It was wild. So, anyway, the, what you always wanted to be a guest on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> anniversary. This is actually the only present I got her. So, hold <laughs> on, <lot>, Mike. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, what is your favorite technology that Tyler has introduced into the house? Oh, um, probably all of the Alexas so that we can have music all over the house going at once. That's, that is awesome. <laughs> he's, he's got quite the setup. It's not just like Alexas everywhere. He's got like speakers in the ceiling and like mounted all kinds of crazy, even out in the garage, right? Yeah. Uh, we got, but there's we got a, lot a lot more that he's done. I just don't know what it is. All I know what to do is say, Tyler, it broke. Go fix it. <laughs> <laughs> And she yells commands at the tiny little round thing. And, and you have lights. Does stuff for her. You have lights controlled by voice too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, most of them. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad that she likes it. That's a that's a good thing. I mean, that could have that could have gone down a really ugly path, right? It could have been like not nah, nothing. I hate all of it. I wanted to rip it out of the house. So yeah, for me. <laughs> Joanna, is there any technology that I have brought to the house that you like, oh, or that gosh. you've brought um, to the house that you like? I don't bring technology to the house. Okay, I'm I just think. asking. I feel like, I mean, I think every every bit of technology um, has been brought into the house by you. And I love it all. I just can't really think of what it is specifically. I do like the Alexas, but we do not have the gates set up. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I, I so appreciate all of your technology. <laughs> whatever it is whatever it is yeah that's a bit like my house now <laughs> not a great start mike how is your uh, how's your how's your I would, house I would, with the smart home stuff it would be exactly like joanna there now it exists but no one knows it so the, the mesh the mesh wi-fi extends beyond all the uh the house into the garden my wife was uh uh, on a break yesterday, I probably shouldn't say this now in case somebody from her work is listening, but sitting out in the garden, enjoying the sun. And she was, I said, are you, are you on Wi-Fi there? And she said she was, and good, a good, a good distance from the house. It was still working. It nice. just becomes, 
it becomes, uh, you know, she doesn't even notice it. She went out for a walk the other day with the headset on, listening to the radio on her phone and got out to the end of the driveway and turned and it stopped working. She thought there was something wrong with her phone, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's how technology is supposed to be though. It should just yeah, right. service you and you really shouldn't real realize that it's there. It should be completely invisible or transparent. Right. Mm, so that's, exactly. that's a win. And automate all the things. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all the things. Okay. Uh, let's hit a couple bits of news here and I want to get some opinions around the room. Uh, Twitter now lets users schedule tweets in advance up to 18 months out. And I actually tweeted about this last night. The only thing I can think I would use it for would be some sort of message that I would want to send out into the universe after I've already died. Now, I know that's kind of weird. <laughs> that is weird. Like, that. What in the, what in the world would people, how, what oh, would no. you schedule? I, I will use this. Out? For what? I will what use this. Do? Because at, okay, at some odd hour of the morning, I wake up, my brain's still buzzing. It's too early to get out of bed. And I have a thought and I start composing a tweet and I want to hit, Okay, I don't want to send this now because people are think I'm insane tweeting at this What's hour. What's wrong with Mike? <laughs> Maybe they did so. it for President Trump because he likes to tweet at all hours, right? Oh no. <laughs> you have to go all the way to the other side yeah. now. I know. Twitter, I, I don't think I'm I don't saying. think Twitter does anything for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying maybe that's I think they're at Trump. war with Trump. <laughs> right now, anyway. They certainly started a battle. Me. Uh, I can see some people using it for um, like scheduled events. If you if you're doing a yeah. marketing and you actually want to have certain tweets coming out at certain times of day that you don't have to manage or monitor, but you know you've got something at one. Maybe it's just a location of something. Um, I can actually see structuring a lot of tweets over like a conference, for instance, being really useful. Like go hit this room for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Lots I, of tools allow you to do that, that, right? Uh, but they're outside oh, of Twitter. External tools? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. are there like a ton of third-party tools that already do that then? And they yeah, and I don't like have... Critical mass, yeah, you got things like Sprinkler and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised okay. it hasn't... Has, they haven't incorporated it already at this stage. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure Has Elizabeth has an opinion about Twitter, right? Twitter... Or, oh, Twitter. yeah. Elizabeth, what's your opinion on Twitter? <laughs> well, I, I can see the only... Uh, one of the best uses for this would be like this week with all these wedding anniversaries, you know, then you don't have to worry about forgetting. You can just go ahead and today sit down and tweet out happy anniversary to my lovely wife a year Ooh, in advance. Nice. Ooh. That is a good oh, suggestion. There you go. Goes yeah. to Twitter go. right now. There it is. <laughs> I feel Pretty like sure you should have done that two days Twitter ago though, lads. Yeah. <laughs> but they can go ahead and be prepared for next year. Got it. Next year. Like, Oh, yeah, if I yeah, don't get yeah. a this year I'm happy anniversary via Twitter, I... <laughs> baby, you got I one, but you won't get on Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm Which just... I think is probably for no. Last. I won't get on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to be on Twitter. I've asked you to a couple times um, just to create an account uh, to kind of follow me or participate to, because to follow you. Yes. Well, here's the. I need well, to no. know what you're doing on Twitter. <laughs> well, no, that's about it. No, that's not what I mean by it. That's not what I mean by it. She has no, an incredible. I need to track what you're up to. What are you talking about? She has an incredible <laughs> gift game. Her gift game on text is like I've I've never seen another game as good as this. And so I just want the world to experience Joanna and her gifts. That's all. That's it. 
And I think they're private conversations with you. <laughs> they're they're phenomenal. <laughs> so he's no, going to turn not. to that if he can't get her on Twitter. That'll be next year's. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Another bit of news here. Um, there was a bit of craziness uh, where there were people selling, quote, anti 5G devices for 350 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw this. So no. somebody bought I don't even one. know what that is. So, okay. So, um, <laughs> Same. There, there's all this, yeah. Okay. So there's all this ridiculousness about the next. Uh, like, why did we bring them here? No, 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 no. It's fine. So you know how you know your your phone. Uh, like we had 3G, and now we have 4G, and it's getting to the next level. 5G. You're getting more like faster speeds on your phone, on your mobile phone. Anyway, that's happening. Okay. So just take that. There's people that think that 5G either makes them sick right? Or uh, causes them to uh, get the coronavirus somehow, right? It's all like this kind of conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theory thing. General. Or like tears down their immune system and, uh, and makes them more able to get the coronavirus. Anyway, so some, some people took some uh, 128 meg USB sticks. So just these little SD, you know, um, just USB thumb drives, put a little sticker on it and called it, you know, an anti-5G device drawing this picture of it being like this protective bubble that if you had yeah, it plugged in somewhere force field to a device, yeah, it's a force oh, field keeping 5g away from you. It just, they this just, is, <laughs> these things cost the like $4 with, like, now. Every people conspiracy theory ever is that, is that people are so afraid of things that they will go to great lengths to try to prevent them even when they're not real. That's crazy. It's just, that's crazy. No, I had not seen that article, but it, it literally makes my blood boil because it reminds me of all the other snake oils that have been sold over the years. And, and this one is even more absurd because it's a cure to something that doesn't exist. <laughs> I like that they commercialized it though. I, I like that they commercialized it in some way. Somebody's trying to make money out of this and making a device that you can buy because like I heard about this in the UK, they were knocking down the towers and lighting them up and trying to chop them off. You know, this is a much safer way of doing it. It only costs a little bit. <laughs> Somebody only costs you 300, yeah, 350 pounds. And, uh, you know, you don't have to set something on fire. Oh, gosh. Yeah, wow. And you can't even store that many photos on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not even, that's, it's not even a good thumb drive. <laughs> not even a good thumb drive. All right. Oh, what else? What, what, are, what are y'all seeing in the news? Oh man, I feel like we got to talk about it, uh, even though we uh, we missed yesterday. But the SpaceX launch being delayed, um, mm. obviously sad news. At mm. least it wasn't anything catastrophic. It was just a weather delay. But uh, I I thought it was really cool to see all the people on Twitter and other outlets just talking about um, how excited they were and and how much attention was being paid to you know when when it was supposed to launch. I actually got my times wrong, so I was planning on putting my kids in front of the TV so they could see it. And I, I realized right after they delayed it that it already happened. So I got lucky. And now I'll get to see it because it's rescheduled now for tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's correct. Tomorrow or May 30th at uh, 322 Eastern. So don't, don't be me and catch that one on time as <laughs> expected. I was sitting in the back garden. Um, waiting because somebody had, had had sent a message out that in Ireland we would be able to see the arc of it passing just under the moon 
And Whoa. it was a really cloudy day yesterday. Um, but we actually have really good, really good weather. So I sat out in the back garden um, right around the time of, of the launch. And the, the, the sky completely cleared, went all blue, and I could see the moon from my seat. And then I saw the message. It was canceled. I was so disappointed. Aww. Yeah, that is. That's a bummer. Mm. We've been able to see, I've uh, been following all the, the, the Musk stuff, really, you know, the, the Starlink and all that. Um, um, getting up at all crazy hours to be able to watch the satellites go across the sky. It's, it's kind of clear over That's here really cool. sometimes, and we can That's see it. Neat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I assume it requires a not cloudy day. There's, uh, <laughs> there's you don't always get in Ireland, but you do at the moment. <laughs> it's great. There's some other funny stuff around that, um, just on, on Twitter. Uh, the ground crew, I saw several photos where people had edited in swords on the, uh, the ground crew because they looked like ninjas, <laughs> like crossed on their backs. That's, That's awesome. Um, I haven't actually some, seen that yet. I'm gonna hey, have people uh, it out. you know, guys? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me this morning, but there's been a kid screaming in the background this whole time. I don't know if you can hear it, oh, but yeah. I figured by now out. I should go check on them. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice to chat with you all. Thanks for joining us, Elizabeth. <laughs> it was a great day. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks Have for having day. me. Bye. That was always going to happen. <laughs> it was inevitable. It, it happens in every Zoom meeting that I'm in anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, another thing around the SpaceX, uh, I don't know if you brought it up in a previous episode, lads, but um, uh, I love the way, you know, I don't know if it's Elon Musk or whatever, but uh, like he loves to troll everyone, you know, um, and this whole uh, uh, simulator they put out, the SpaceX simulator, you know, where you can, you can simulate actually controlling and docking and all that uh, with the ISIS um, uh, and... Uh, they, put a, they built an Easter egg into it anyway for um, the HUD, you know, the satellite controls and, the, uh, and uh, the view, kind of the view of the earth or whatever. Could be the round version or could be the flat earth one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I feel like that's just going to perpetuate another absurd conspiracy theory, but it's also hilarious. So, Do you think they know they're, they're being trolled or no? <laughs> no, no, I don't. That's that. I think you're the right. Problem with the flat Earth people is that they will take that as evidence that scientists and astronauts aren't sure which one's true yet. <laughs> so speaking of trolling, and that everyone, saddens me greatly. But it doesn't. You make are me really angry. down, Tyler, at the moment. <laughs> I feel like you're giving up. No, 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 no. That one, that one, I just feel sad for people. That does not. That does not make me fiery on the inside. I, I think that's. I think I. I think that one is absurd for totally different reasons, but it's laughably absurd instead of dangerously absurd, right? So, yeah, it's hilarious about it. Is you okay you have it. people come out of nowhere that uh, that just start talking about that. One of the more recent ones I remember was a uh, a popular basketball player in the NBA, just kind of came out of nowhere in an interview and started talking about how our Earth is flat. Everyone <laughs> was like, "Wait, <laughs> what? what? Is hold really on, hold strange on, strange hill to die on." Right? Exactly. <laughs> And he was I didn't like, know that he's was like, I've been up thing. in planes. Yes, it's, it's still a thing, Joanna. He's like, I've been a up very in big thing. For the internet, I'm not sure it would be, to be honest. I, I think it takes uh, broad and easy access to sharing information with absolute, you know, no fact checking whatsoever to get a group of people that would still believe that the earth is flat. But hey, the internet brought lots of good things, so I can't really <laughs> knock it for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, there was a um, 
there was a video that Matt Baker shared yesterday about Bon Jovi talking about how the internet is going to change just everything in the future. And the interview was from um, like the middle of 1999 and he's so spot on. And the, uh, the interviewer is just like, what? It's just going to be like another way to communicate. He's like, no, man, no, <laughs> you have to go back and watch that. I'll try to add it to the show notes, but I didn't want to get too far away from this. Mike, you're talking about Elon trolling people. Okay, the launch was supposed to be at, what, 4.33? Yeah. People yep. were talking on Twitter. Do you realize that they canceled the launch? They scrubbed the launch at 4.20 p.m.? That's funny. <laughs> I bet that was Musk. He's like, if, if this gets shut down for weather, it's happening now. It's happening at 4.20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that is funny. funny. No, I didn't notice that, but that cracks me up. It's great. Uh, all right. What else are we looking at here? Oh, uh, I saw a neat article um, that I, I tossed in the notes here. Um, I, I saw something research, uh, researchers have created an artificial tongue to detect off flavors in maple syrup. And one, that's cool because artificial intelligence, anytime it's in there, it's a buzzword I like, right? But two, reading the article was fascinating because of the quality standards and all of the great rigor that goes into maple syrup production and like premium quality striations in the industry because it's just not something I would have thought about right it makes perfect sense it it is one of those products I think something that's like 70% of the world supply of maple syrup comes out of Canada right and it's yeah. probably a relatively small area in Canada so it's just like you know beer law in Germany maple syrup is not nobody's messing around here and so that's the, right it's very, it's very specific. Oh, oh, super, super specific. But, but then it's like, well, that, and that's what caught me. I was like, why did we need an artificial tongue for maple syrup? And then you read the article, you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much I didn't know. How cool is this? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's there to, to taste these subtle off flavors. And, and Must tweet about this at 4.30 in the morning. Sold, <laughs> sold in the United States. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike, do y'all do that for blood pudding in Ireland? A black pudding. I'm sorry. Dang it. I give it away. Black pudding. People don't know what that is. Uh, I have no idea. I've never heard of that. No, there's no what? technology there for that. Oh, oh, but you know what black pudding is. Okay. You want to come I do. Away. Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that was the joke. Okay, never mind. Uh, Joanna, did you try any of the black pudding when we went over to Ireland? I did not. That, I could not cross that line. I just, I'm an adventurous eater and I am all about trying, you know, what is meaningful to local culture and things like that. But man, but not I that. couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Not at seven in the morning. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> eat gelatinous pig blood at seven in the morning. In <laughs> well, actually it's a, it's a nice dish, scallops and black pudding together. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you like seafood and yeah. Blood, blood. I do, but I, and I, blood, I, blood. I don't feel and like that sauces. improves scallops, though. <laughs> Maybe I, had black pudding, but I never had it with scallops. Did you say you, say like, you, go. you like black pudding, Tyler? No, no, no. I said I've had it. I, I oh, don't <laughs> do you like on it? My list. I mean, I also had fried crickets, and, and they were surprisingly not terrible, but that still doesn't rank them. You know, I really don't like, think it's fair to compare the two. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's coming from somebody that clearly hasn't had fried crickets because they're surprisingly delicious. Well, but the, I, no. again, it's not on a high list. Bro, right? The Texas State Fair proves that fried anything is good. Right? <laughs> fried crickets tasted a lot like buttered popcorn. I was shocked 
and and it took a lot of cajoling to actually get me to be that adventurous with food. That was when I was backpacking around Asia. But uh, it was. Um, eight, I can't hold on. Um. Anyways, <laughs> it was. I just got interrupted. I my little list is is asking me when I'm going to join them. But um. Yeah, it they were really good. It was it was a little disconcerting because it was very much a cricket. You could still see the shape. It wasn't like it was ground up cricket, which I know you can find in like. You know, power bars or whatever they sell these days but uh it, it was actually tasty and it might be a food staple in future who knows it might need to be a food staple. <laughs> yeah food get staple used there. to it it was Shoot, an unknowing food masked, staple in the past. <laughs> yeah that's probably true i saw uh what was it um there i forget which part of the world it was now i assume I don't remember what the article said, but uh, or it was a video actually. People were showing the locust swarms um, that are happening in a in a couple places. I feel like it's probably Africa, but um, it, just because I'm trying to imagine where that would be, and it was hitting crops. But if people were buying crickets fried in mass, somebody would just figure out how to catch them and sell them. <laughs> there's always there's always, there's always a market somewhere. Um, I'm delighted that right. you can't hear that I'm next to a rookery. Uh, my office what? is is my. How come I'm as soon as I can? I'm on a, I'm on a call. Rookery. Uh, we have a oh, bunch of crows next like to 10. us living up in the trees, you know, <laughs> and they constantly are cawing, especially when the yeah. babies are being born. So, so during yeah during my meetings, uh, you know, sometimes I've had customers comment about <laughs> the noise of the birds and stuff. So um, what does it sound but, like? Give us a recreation of the sound. No, I'm not going to. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll go outside and you'll. I'll go <laughs> outside and you'll hear them. I'll see if you can hear them if I open the door. Uh, but one of oh. my colleagues in the Solution Center. <laughs> do you hear him? Oh, I think Aaron just made a noise. No, I don't. I don't hear him. <laughs> All right, I think that we one. can't hear them now. Uh, but um, uh, Jens, uh, Jens Klassen, I think you know him as well. Um, the guy with the beard, you know. Yeah, yeah. What about him? Yeah, yeah. You know him. Uh, awesome. No, yeah. He's a hunter. Um, yeah, he's like. And he, he's like go four. On. That's how I kind of. I don't know. <laughs> like four. An IT I he is. Thor. He is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any sense? He's, uh, he's an IT four. Thor. Yeah, he's got tattoos oh, all up his arms of of uh, all the animals he's hunted. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he was telling me over in Germany that they, um, you can you can sell the the claws of the. Um, the talons of the crows and stuff like you know they'll go out and shoot them collect them and then i don't know it's like jewelry or something or a good luck charm and he was saying i could get like it's like rabbit feet yeah do they, yeah. Do they, do they still collect like, that i had that as a kid i feel like feet. that'd be really intense like <laughs> like a feet. crow's foot you know with talons and and it's like day glow green <laughs> what that seems like what are we talking market, about i, I kind of want to see that I thought I was here to talk about technology, which is my favorite subject. Steer us back, Joanna. I feel like I'm getting duped. Steer us I back. I tried to look up technology. Bring news, us back. Bring us back. Really. Come on, Joanna. Give us something. Uh, hmm. Nope. <laughs> Joanna, talk to us about um, 3D printing face masks or the new Raspberry oh, Pi. That's a good idea. Okay. I'm sorry. Raspberry Pi? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it's got more RAM. 
I'm imagining okay. Juliana's like this seeing like, a pie, and now she's thinking, "Wait, I know yes, what ram is, I'm... but it doesn't go with pie. This is terrible." Do I know well, what ram? No, is? she does. She uh... she thinks of the animal <laughs> when you say ram. The raspberry pie has more ram. Oh. She oh. thinks of the meat. Oh, that's even better. I, I that's <laughs> yeah. not where my head went. That's great. Yeah. So yeah. so now there's meat on the raspberry pie, but it's rim. <laughs> Aaron asked me the other day about people being qualified to be on this podcast about you know technology, and I was like, wait, why am I a guest? <laughs> it's just um, like I've I always said, it's a gossip occasionally. show. Yes, it's it just a tech gossip show. That's all it is, and we're just sharing opinions. Um, the face mask thing, that's really cool. I can, I'll get behind that because I, I understand I, it. Since I, I have a 3D printer and my, my mom got really excited about like everything we could do with it and she just started sending me links to random articles about like printing respirators and stuff like that. And keep in mind that like hobbyist printers, A, not going to make a respirator, B, probably wouldn't want them to make a respirator. And it was great because it was just, it was usually an article about, you know, these uh, fabrication companies that are doing some 3D printing at scale, which is cool to see where the technology has gone, but then like fighting over whether or not they can use the design that they've got. There's no STL. I couldn't just go download it. Um, but it got me thinking like, oh gosh, I should keep an eye on what you can do. And so I stumbled on that article that's actually in our show notes, which is that lots of 3D printers at home. And I've seen a few people on uh, Facebook, or Facebook, there it goes, I dropped it. Um, <laughs> oh, on, uh, on Twitter, yeah, where's, where's the whammy button? Yeah. No, on Twitter that, uh, that have actually gotten into this, um, a couple of people in the IT community uh, I've seen sharing it, but um, face masks, like the face shields, are something that a lot of home printers have gotten into making like the headbands and other parts that are needed for them because just like a lot of PPE, the personal protective equipment, right? Um, there's a shortage or there can be shortages in local areas and stuff like that. But the face shields don't have the same level of restriction um, for health healthcare workers. So like an N95 mask actually has a pretty rigorous set of standards and packaging and rules about how, how they're used. Face masks are far more lenient, which lends themselves to somebody designing something. It's a fairly simple, simple use case, right? Um, and then printing it and actually being able to gift it to a hospital that can be used as an example, right? So uh, I thought that was, it was cool, it was really neat. And it also explained why I saw so much of those face shields being produced at home, because it's one of the few things literally anyone with a printer could, could make and and provide some help to the wherever it's needed yeah one of the lads awesome. at work is doing that as well um and he donated them down at the local hospital which was much much needed uh, i heard of ear savers as well somebody was telling me that you're wearing these masks all day long yeah. uh it hurts wearing them around the ear so they have this clip on at the back mm. that's a, a simple small thing yeah maybe yeah. yeah, I actually that was the one that was the one thing that my mom shared with me that was actually an STL that I could I, I read the article and I went to the link and there it was and yeah they're little ear shapers they're just a you know strip of plastic yeah. filament that most most printers are going to use right and uh, so it's just flexible enough to sort of wrap around the back and it's got hooks that will that you can sort of adjust where the the ear strap would go and, and then it's resting on the back of your head instead of your ear so that's cool. Awesome. Very cool. Um, I feel like I need to defend something that may come across a little weird. Uh, Joanna just mentioned 
a conversation we had about um, people being quote unquote qualified to come on to the show. And so, um, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, it's just an interesting fact. Um, we have invited a lot of different people on the call and it's just funny what I, what it sounds like people feel or view about themselves. It's usually one of two responses, either one, nobody cares about what I have to say, which is not true. Or two, I'm not smart enough to be on the show, which is also not true, right? Because we're just trying to get opinions on tech news. So if that's you and you've said that to me, uh, please rethink your, uh, your opinion on that and join us on the show. We'd love to have you. How long is the queue now? How, how far scheduled in advance are you guys? So we blasted out to almost mid June and then we stopped adding people. Just, we did, we did a bunch of quick work on that. So we had like 35 guests lined up in a row. Right. Here in about a week, we're going to have to go back and start recruiting again. Or, I or feel like, I feel like we've got a couple of people that expressed interest too, and we just didn't hop on putting them on the calendar that fast as well. So I think mid June is probably still accurate. Um, at, at what point are you planning in your, in your big plan? to sell out for a hundred million today seems to Ooh, uh, seems to be the going race as soon as somebody offers <laughs> we're for million, sale I right now tomorrow i'll wear a clown hat it doesn't i mean look if, if that's on I the support table this. like all bets are off <laughs> <laughs> support are this. you listening spotify find that other the hundred million in your other pocket yeah exactly <laughs> let us know i need more chicken <laughs> oh, speaking of for those of y'all that have chicken coops if you have any technology that's related to that please send it my way because i'm i need to start looking into like solar powered you know fans and you know powering heat lamps and you know all kinds of like i got to get a little tv in there for them have you, uh, have the you heard of thing. the technology of ground treated lumber Hey, you got to come over and see this. It's not touching the ground. It looks like it in the photo, but it's not touching the ground. It does. It's sitting up on. I saw that. That's good. Is is it on blocks? We're going to dig it out. It's going to be okay. It's up. How much space do you need, actually? So, Joanne and I live in in a state called Texas um, where we (laughs) do things big. And I I realize that. So, (laughs) it's it's mostly Aaron. Yeah. It's not just Texas. It's just Aaron. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, not a coop. That's a the, that's a guest house. It's a mother. I wanted. Suite. I don't know if you know this about us. Also, we're very big people, and I wanted to be able to walk into the coop. I didn't want to have to like <laughs> kneel down and like yeah. try to find my chicken. Chicken cooper. So. I was trying to find a comfortable way to allow my <laughs> six foot four wife to, giants. to go in <laughs> and pick eggs or to sweep the floor or whatever. Right. And for I, myself, I missed an opportunity to ask if you were actually raising emu or something instead of chicken. For <laughs> I feel like that's gone now. I can't. Uh, yeah, I totally missed that. I'm going to go back and look at that picture again. I think somebody from Australia we joked about in the us. Help and, yeah. yeah, I think they joked about us raising ostriches or something like that. <laughs> anyway. My favorite thing, I love, I really do. I'm excited about the technology, like adding solar panels and things like that. Um, but my favorite idea so far is that Aaron wants to put family pictures in the chicken coop for the chickens so that when we're not with them, they feel oh, our presence and their love. So 
But see, I think wants to make fun of that. Pictures of the chicken things. <laughs> I was trying to get our daughters excited, Joanna. This wasn't something they I all really names. care about. Yeah. Sure, sure, if you could sure. see his face, you'd know he was lying. <laughs> yeah, I, his face says mm -hmm. the pictures are for me. <laughs> all right, let's get back to and some so tech gonna... news here before we shut this down. Uh, what else do we have? Um, this is semi-tech news, but Lego just released their most expensive car build ever. Let's see. Whoa. It is a nearly 4,000-piece Lamborghini for $380. Ooh, Does it also prevent 5G uh, viral scale. <laughs> yeah geez at that price so at that price you could have bought 128 yes by the way usb stick <laughs> that's right every every lego link. kit over 250 is just as effective as that <laughs> that right. memory stick and that is a verifiable fact just as effective not any more not any less <sighs> does does the car run like <laughs> no just... can you sit in it i don't <laughs> No, no, it's, it's, it's one eighth scale. No, there's no engine to it. It doesn't like you can't like pull it back and goes. It's not battery powder or anything. It just sits there. But it's just very uh, intricate um, design, you know. Okay. But Lego's been doing this for a long time, having cars or um, rockets and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no, that's cool. from the real I haven't world. seen it. I'll have to go look at it. But that's uh, and that's a ton of pieces. So I'm sure it's a pretty intricate model. Those are always yeah. fun to see. I, I love they Lego. did a Saturn V. Oh, sorry. We, no, 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 we no. went and saw the Saturn V in Houston. They have one of those too, Joanna. That's yeah. that's actually the one that we got. Well, was it actually the Saturn V though? I don't know. I got one of the really cool one, one really cool rocket ones for my kids. Um, I don't feel like it was one of the you know, thousand piece kits or, or maybe the larger, but it was it's a really cool, really large rocket kit. And of course it's destroyed because I still have a three year old. But um, <laughs> which is which is why I avoid the really intricate, really expensive Lego kit. Um, but uh I, I've always loved that. I just I I as much as I love Lego, I three hundred and eighty bucks for that a four thousand piece puzzle is just it's still hard for me to fight off on that. Yeah. Sorry, Lego. And it's a Lamborghini too. Oh my goodness, though, you build the entire engine. Oh, cool. That that actually looks pretty. Aaron, cool. there's what? your next car project. Nope. Uh, nope. Real life. Just saw a way to save money. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Gonna finish the Corvette and then I'm gonna do something else. That's awesome. Oh man. Okay. All right. Are we over time? Do we need to wrap this up? Do we need to shut it down? Do we have anything else we need to it's, talk about? It's probably about time. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? Mike, I saw you toss something in the chat. You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, but I wanted to get approval to mention it. Um, Do it. Bring it. I know you're not allowed bring to mention it. that that word. No, I but, feel like uh, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> as much uh, as we try not to, perhaps. <laughs> I, I only came across it the other day uh, because I've removed the app from my phone a long time ago, and I feel much better. I haven't deleted my account. I still have my Facebook friends or whatever but um i spend less and less time there but uh, they created something called facebook messenger rooms right which i felt like i don't know they're trying to 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 now all of a sudden realize that you know zoom <laughs> has kind of blown up 
out of nowhere and they spent 20 billion on WhatsApp, right? It feels like they, they should have figured this huge out. Huge opportunity missed, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. Looking at Zoom and looking at how much it took off, like you got you to gotta wonder if those megaliths that own platforms or own platforms before Zoom came into the picture, how, how irritated, and, and that's probably like inappropriately mundane of a response here, they have to feel knowing that Zoom's worth more than like, the world's largest airlines together together and they had and they had a product that competes in that space 10 years before zoom existed or something like that right like it's absurd it is ridiculous <laughs> market opportunity was missed by folks like facebook with a whatsapp platform by microsoft with you know their tool sets and and the it's that's crazy like zoom did something right to get that valuation that fast and I, a lot of people are probably on hot seats in large corporations for it so yeah i actually don't even know where i saw that bit of news i don't know where it came across my radar because i don't even know if it if it's enabled in the app or if it works i've never heard of anybody using it nobody's ever invited me to it and i like <laughs> if that is the way it remains mike i promise uh, you have friends i promise you have friends <laughs> i just think it's hilarious that, uh... <laughs> oh hey guys we've got this tech here we go uh, that is so, interesting. I'm looking at some of the bullets. It says that mess uh, messenger rooms can be locked or unlocked. Um, it looks like you can you can segment people. Anyways, you can kick people out, which I feel like is something that's been a problem on a lot of video platforms. It's just not easy. And that's where stuff like bombing in something like this, as soon as somebody that is unwanted showed up, if for some reason your security was down or you weren't implementing it, something like that, it, it's not always super simple to knock somebody out of it. Um, yeah. I don't make a Zoom invite now for, for a customer meeting without including, you know, um, the password, password. option. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I, I feel like that was always there. It was just that it wasn't the default mm. that people used. And I get invited to a lot of meetings where the, you know, that people don't ask for passwords. So um, I don't know. It's, it's it's, VMware actually made that a default setting uh, probably like yeah. a week at some of the news about lack of encryption and security or, or some of the failings that Zoom had early on. Um, our our corporate account actually switched that, so the default was there. And they, I, I don't know that I would say it's as strong as they mandated it, but effectively they mandated that every Zoom session from VMware had to be password protected. So I'm not actually positive I can't turn it off, but I haven't tried. So yeah, I was looking at the other, uh, this morning just because I was uh, showing somebody where the feature was, so I know that I can at the moment choose to go either way i can create a private room as well which i don't use now anymore because not that anything has happened but uh i get the idea that if i send it out it's always there and it's always always there it, yeah that's, can get, that's somebody can jump in it yeah that i i do use the private um just because i like having a number that's easy to toss in and, and i saw that really early on so i claimed something that was just easy to type um but uh I share the same concern, like it's out there. And so you could rotate the passwords and make it harder for somebody to get in. But one thing I feel like Zoom should have that they don't is the ability when you're using a static room like that, a private room that's always there to make custom rooms. Like I still want to be able to spin off a single entity for a session. Maybe it's because for some reason there's overlap and I need it concurrently just to not have people come in. But you can't do it. Like you don't get the ephemeral rooms anymore when you start using that. It's actually, actually bothers me. <laughs> I feel like somebody's listening to your podcast in 
exit zoo. The product group. <laughs> because I made a suggestion about put a mute with my headset and I swear two updates later it was there. And they nice. wrote to me and said, We've put this in plan. Uh thanks very much for the suggestion. And I, oh, I told them awesome. you know, my Jabra awesome. headset doesn't mute, but it works in Skype. So fix it. And they did. That's, That's super cool. Yeah. Well, here, let's let's hope somebody from Zoom is listening and they add that feature. <laughs> we'll send it to them. We'll tag them. All right. Uh, another bit of uh, so this is actually listener submitted. So thank you, Connor Duffy, uh, calling out that Chinese tech giant Tencent Holdings they are going to invest 500 billion yuan, so that's 70 billion U.S. dollars by comparison over the next five years in technology infrastructure, including cloud computing, artificial intelligence and cybersecurity. And uh, further down in the article, it talks about how Alibaba said last month they were going to invest 200 billion yuan, which is $28 billion uh, in its cloud infrastructure over three years. Those are some big numbers. Those are some big numbers. Yeah, what do you think? Wow. I'm wondering about the impact of that as well, you know? $70 billion invested. That, that is insane. Um, I, I wonder if, you know, money and that's a ton of it is enough to really play the catch up game at this point, or if you need more than that. I would think one of the hardest parts of playing catch up in that space or those spaces, because that was the lot that you listed, would be talent. Um, so I think if they can, if they get to talent, the infrastructure, I won't say it's easy. I mean, that's, that's my world. So I know it's not easy, but it is totally doable to build out infrastructure and try to catch a hyperscaler. You know, a lot of it boils down to math and physics and good planning. Yeah. Um, but uh, being able to get the talent to maintain it and, you know, actually code against it and then building that from the ground up to compete with the likes of the, the hyperscalers today, that's, that's a hell of an undertaking. But dang, that's a good way to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. All right. I think we need to shut it down. Looks like I got a call coming up here in about five minutes. and. Um, Mike, it was a pleasure having you on. Joanna, thanks for joining. And shout out to Elizabeth, who is left, but I'm sure she's going to listen to this entire episode. Uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, this, this is the first episode right. I've listened to in entirety. So. <laughs> Whatever. No, you listened to one That's the other day. That's why I'm here. No, you listened to That's, one the other day, um, and you're like, Tyler's pretty funny. And I was like, what about That's only me? because you're not commuting. If you were commuting, you'd be listening to it That's all true. day long, right? That's yeah. true. I did, you know, you in, a, in a previous time. life, I did listen to a lot more podcasts. But um, yeah, I didn't finish that other one. But I did. I don't know if I said Tyler is funny as much as I said, man, he talks a lot. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I liked Aaron's take on it. I'm going to go cry now. You know, that's the purpose of you're a podcast is to talk a lot i guess <laughs> somebody's got to say something otherwise we sit here i'm glad you're here and talking well right. on that note shut it down mike joanna and of course elizabeth who's not here anymore thank you for joining us it was awesome having you guys yeah. on it was great getting your opinions uh mike thanks a ton for bringing all the news it's always fun to get the links and you're welcome back on anytime. You don't actually have to float topics by us. You can just bring it out there, drop bombs, Facebook, you just shoot it from the hip. It's fine. But uh, no, no, it's really good having you guys on. This is a ton of fun. Uh, happy anniversary to you, Joanna and Aaron, and uh, also to my wife. But um, that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close, y'all. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And as always, if you've got any news that we missed, general feedback, or the urge to join us for a recording, 
and uh, some chit chat about technology. Hit us up on Twitter. Go find us on Anchor or your podcast uh, app of choice. Give us a listen. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Nice one. Bye. Very honored. Thanks very much. It's cool. <laughs>